Hey, Gage. How the hell are you? Oh. I literally don't have any jokes or any way to start this out, so... I was thinking about asking you, you know, how to spell, like, a uh, dirty word or something, but my mind is so pure, I couldn't think of anything for you to spell. I was thinking, like... So pure. But see, all the bad words I know, like, poop and fart. I already know how to spell. Yeah, I don't uh, know how to spell them, though. That's about as far as my vocabulary goes. Is your mind so pure because you just cleansed it? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, did and I'm not, I'm not sure how, but how yes. Did, I was going to ask, how did you cleanse it? Well, uh, since you bring it up, uh, uh, cl- I'm Googling it. Cleanse the mind. Let's see what comes up. Five ways to cleanse your mind and body. Five uh, ways this, this, to This is mind. a health podcast, by the way. Yeah, we're uh, not sure if you people out there didn't know that, but uh, yes, we have changed. It is officially a uh, a, uh, a health podcast. We get all of our info from the first uh, thing that comes up on Google when we search something. So, like I said, I typed in uh, "how to cleanse your mind." Healthy and poops. So here we go. Uh, do a digital de- detox. Okay, digital so, uh, detox. No phones, computers, that kind of thing. Uh, uh, exactly what we do. So you're not supposed to do that. Uh, exact- attend a yoga class. Whoa, wait, wait. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Exactly what we do? I'm saying, like, uh, uh, take a detox from what we do. Oh, oh. Not saying that oh. going on the computer <laughs> is a digital <laughs> detox. It's kind of the opposite. Uh, a few, they give you a few uh, tech activities. Tech free activities in case you didn't know about these. Uh, do yoga. Do a few stretches on your living room floor. Find a quiet place to sit and engage in mindfulness meditation. Go for a walk in the park. Uh, practice deep breathing exercises. Uh, Ooh, take a nice warm wait, bath. Wait. How, uh, how do you exercise deep breathing? Uh, it doesn't say how, but. Uh, no, I'm asking how do you, I though. Personally how do you do personally it? do it? Uh, by breathing in and breathing out. <laughs> <laughs> How do you practice? Well, you know, sometimes I just really go to town on some <sighs> some really greasy pizza, and then after I I'm done eating, you know, <laughs> I start breathing really heavy. And Next thing you know, I'm <clears throat> I'm detoxing. <laughs> <laughs> but my mind, it really. It yeah. really clears it up when I eat that big piece of pizza. Yeah, yeah, when I when I start eating really heavy, or you know, maybe if I get up off the couch, I start breathing really heavy. That's uh, it's very detoxing, you know. Um, here's one for you. I don't know if you knew about this too. Uh, cleanse your mind, Robert. Uh, try uh, tongue scraping. Yeah. Oh. Yes. In. Ayur. Ayurveda. A form of alternative medicine practiced in India, the coating on the tongue is called ama and reflects metabolic debris. Using a tongue scraper to get rid of this coating or debris reduces bacteria in the mouth, which helps improve oral health. Now, I don't really know how that helps your brain, but uh, yeah, you know, so... 
Yeah. Oh. How do how do you cleanse <laughs> your mind, Robert? <laughs> well, I drink as many booze as I possibly can. Oh, that's not actually on this website. Really? Weird. Yeah. It was huh. at the top of all the uh, books that I was reading. Of course, this was a uh, Alcohol's Anonymous class, but, <laughs> you know, and it might have said actually quite the opposite, but, you know, you probably shouldn't drink to cleanse your mind, but I took it, you know, kind of, uh, these people seemed like they were all, uh, you know, glasses half empty kind of people, and I wanted to think, you know, glasses half full and I could probably refill it kind of thing, you know? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, in fact, Gage, that's why I'm flying to Vegas tomorrow morning. <laughs> and, for, a, uh, for an AA retreat. Yeah, for an AA retreat. <laughs> and <laughs> I'll be gone for three days. I get home Sunday night. Fun. Taking yeah. the kids with you? Uh, <laughs> hell no. God, no. Actually, this is, uh, it's part of my cleanse, you know? Right. Everyone right. said I need some time away from the kids. Including oh. my wife. That's what everyone told me. All oh, my good. All of my friends. All two of them told me. Maybe three, depending yeah. on the day. Yeah, yeah. Eh. Probably not though. So this is what they told me. I I said, you know, fuck it. I guess I'll listen to them. You know. So thanks for the advice, Gage. Much appreciated. I'm gonna go to Vegas. Blow and, all your money. Uh, yeah. Are you more of a red or a black? kind of guy oh i'm always a black kind of guy <laughs> sweet <laughs> <laughs> good to know well, see good you to... next week <laughs> good, good to know and uh i th i think man i so it's kind of weird um not the not that you're uh always on black but more so just that we're going with there's a to so it's a bachelor and a bachelorette party and there's right. a total of i believe 15 of us i want to say i think there's like eight guys and like seven girls i want to say okay um and so anyways we're we're going with the, as this large group which i've never done a bachelor and a bachelorette party before like combined no, me neither. Right? It's always been separate. Um, and out of everyone that's going, out of the 15 of us, I think there's only, you know, me, Margaret, Tyler, Rihanna, and I think, like, two other guys that have actually been to Vegas and, like, like did Vegas, right? Like, fully did it up. Right. Um. I mean, I guess Ashley and Patrick have been to Vegas, but they went with, like, they siblings. They were just there, like, with... a week ago, or uh, a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah, so... they were just there, like, two weeks ago, I think, or three weeks ago. And they were with Ashley's siblings, which I'm assuming, actually, right. they like to party it up. So maybe they did it right. Oh, yeah. They did it right, but... Yeah. Um, so far, man, in this uh, in this group text, with all of the guys, it's, it's like uh, deer in the headlights, dude. They're trying to, like, Google stuff like, what do we do in Vegas? And I'm just like... Really? Yeah, me and Tyler are trying to explain to them, like, dude, stop trying to plan Vegas. You don't plan Vegas. Vegas just kind of happens. Vegas plans you. Stop trying to plan Vegas. And they're like, well, we could... 
We could go to the new Raiders stadium where we could fly a helicopter or go on a kayak what? tour. Or maybe we could go do uh, axe throwing. And I'm just like, dude, stop trying to fucking plan it. And then this guy's like, well, we could we could book axe throwing for like seven o'clock Saturday night. And then after that, we're going to we're going to book. You can do that here. Right, dude, that's what I'm trying to fucking say. And so, and don't get me wrong, right? So the the bachelor is the one that kind of named some of the stuff off, like axe throwing. He wants to do a rec room. He wants to do uh, a cigar bar. And I'm just like, bro, these all sound like great things to go do as a group of guys and all. But like, we're in fucking Vegas. Stop naming right. off stuff that we could literally go do in downtown Denver that's literally like five minutes from all of our homes, right? Like, stop naming crap that literally it, can be it, found anywhere. And will be way cheaper here than it would be in Vegas. Yeah, by far, right? So, anyways, I'm going on this cleanse, but I'm almost a little, like, stressed in a sense because I'm like... I'm going with a bunch of dudes that have never been to Vegas or they've never done Vegas right or they've never, like... they're They're all trying to, like, plan things. And I'm just like, dude, I'm I'm almost getting, like, stressed out of the idea that you're all trying to, like, plan Vegas, knowing that the last time I tried to plan anything in Vegas, none of it fucking happened. Not literally right. none of it. Right. Showed up late to the shows. Uh, nowhere close to being on time. Almost missed one of them completely. Like. Are, are you big on the shows in Vegas? Not really, man. I yeah, tried. either. No, I tried going to three different Ka or Cirque du Soleil shows. One was Ka, right. which is in, I think, MGM. Um, the Michael Jackson one, which I don't even remember where that one's at. And then we tried or we were looking at booking. Oh, what's that? Uh, what's that underwater one? They use like five. Like a, like a Cirque du Soleil underwater one? Yeah, they like you sit. Really? Yeah, you sit in front of like a five thousand, fifty thousand gallon tank or some weird shit, dude. And then they do this whole like called, underwater okay, show. Oh, yeah. It's called O, o by yep. Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's at the Bellagio. O. Bellagio, that's it. Yep. And so hmm. we almost booked that one, but then we were just like, after. After we booked Ka and we barely made it on time, like pretty much just about missed it. And you can't, I don't think you're allowed to go in like late. And then the Michael Jackson one, we showed up on time and Tyler slept through the entire thing. Actually, everyone except for like me, Margaret and Rihanna, I think slept through the entire thing. And so then we were just like, okay, well, shows are clearly not the way to go. So then we tried to do clubs a couple of times. Really? Um, yep. Tried I've never to done that either. Tried to do clubs. Um, first club, there wasn't necessarily like a set, uh, you know, DJ that we wanted to go see, artist. Right. And it was just kind of weird to me, at least. Um, all the girls there are pretty much already taken by guys, and it's hard for like a guy to really even find a, a single chick on the dance floor, pretty much. This was back when I was single, and it was right. just weird, right? Then there was one time that we went to go see two different artists. We wanted to go see David Guetta and we wanted to go see Skrillex. Okay. When we went to go see David Guetta, we were all like so incredibly blacked out drunk. We hardly remember it. And we bought 
four uh, whiskey and cokes, and they were like six ounce drinks, dude. We paid ninety fucking dollars for the four Ooh. drinks. Yeah, Un- were they at least strong? No, not even a little bit. It was good. In- <laughs> 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 good good really happy yeah, for you that's good i mean that sounds pretty much exactly what i yeah to be honest with you expected <laughs> yep and so that was incredibly disappointing and then we wanted to go see skrillex we showed up insanely late literally okay we we ate dinner and we went back to the hotel room. We all decided we wanted to take a nap from like eight to ten. We had all of literally all of our alarm set for ten o'clock, dude. We slept through all of it. We none of us woke up until like midnight, one o'clock, and we <laughs> frantically woke up like, "Oh fuck, oh fuck, do we still go?" And I was like, Is "Yes, it worth it." Yeah. I was like, yes, we bought the goddamn tickets. We're fucking going. Like, this club is open for another, like, three hours. We're fucking going. And so I rallied the troops, made everyone take drinks and shots. We got in. The girls got in their dresses, did their makeup. Me and Tyler suited up. We went there, and then we had an amazing time. We were there for, like, two and a half hours. Amazing time. But we were late as fuck. Would you have felt pretty... I mean, you all fell asleep. If you guys hadn't fallen asleep, would you have felt like shit going to it? Yeah, we probably wouldn't so have made it. Probably a good thing, right. So it's probably a good thing you were just kind of late. Yeah, and I think we just got really lucky, though, that any of us woke up. Like, there were that I woke up or Tyler woke up. Any of us really woke up to be like, oh, fuck, you guys, like, we, <laughs> we gotta go. <laughs> and so then the third one, we tried to go see, and this was the last time we went. This was, like, three years ago or four years ago. Okay. We, we tried to go see um, Zed. Okay. So apparently, dude, it was the craziest thing. We, this was like on a, I want to say it was a Sunday night and our flight was like Monday morning at like 6 a.m. So we go to this club. It's in Caesars Palace. And for we figure out, man, on the way to the concert or to the whatever the the club we come to find out that apparently for some odd reason every single fucking club in all of vegas is closed except for this one that zed's playing at so no joke the line came out the door it went halfway across caesar's palace went out the front door and wrapped all the way around the front half of caesar's palace went all the way down the little like rounded like drive up area out to the strip in like down the fucking strip. No joke. And so luckily we had pre-purchased tickets. So we just walked in. We were like, we got to skip the entire line, walked right in. We were there until fucking 3 a.m. and Zed didn't come on. Why? I don't know. I have no idea. So in our flights were in like three or four hours. So we literally gave up. Went back to the hotel room, changed. Tyler's, like, falling asleep on the bed. We're frantically (laughs) like, Tyler, you can't fall asleep, dude. We have to go to the airport. We're, like, fighting him on him falling asleep because he's so blacked out drunk. And the taxi driver wouldn't. He was speeding. At first, man, he didn't want to let us in. Then Tyler started slurring, and he was being, like, loud as shit, dude. It was the weirdest. (laughs) And he was, like, talking shit about the taxi driver. He's like, dude, this... This 
this fucking and he was like it was like some kind of like racist stuff right so i'm not gonna say it on the podcast but he was like this guy smells like shit and i'm just like dude shut the fuck up man (laughs) you are so fucking loud (laughs) i mean i'm not surprised (laughs) no and he is like loud as could fucking be dude everyone in the car can hear it and then the taxi driver dude he starts driving no shit like 70 miles an hour on the strip which is only a like 35 zone or 35 like right (laughs) and so we know that this guy does not want us in there right right He's trying to kill you, trying to get rid of you, something. (laughs) Yeah, so he practically, like, chucks us out of the taxi. And then, uh, and then, yeah, and then we we go and we grab our shit and we try and make it to the airport just to find out that, like, our flight's (laughs) delayed. We we all fall asleep there. We almost miss the flight and then we go home. So, basically, man, long story short, like, it's impossible to plan anything in Vegas. It's pointless to try and plan anything in Vegas. And I'm stressed because... All of these guys that have never been to Vegas are like trying so fucking hard hard to plan it. And it's all because of the girls have a bunch of shit planned. So they have like a dinner planned at 630. Then they want to go to this bar that's then planned at like 830. Then they have Chippendale tickets at 1030. And because of all of this, the bachelor's like, well, what do we got planned? And it's like, dude, nothing there's nothing don't try just stop just let it happen bro i promise it's all gonna work out (laughs) right so those those have been like some of my experiences in vegas what about you well i've only been once and um you know we went with so it was me and my roommate and then her sister her two sisters and their husbands and um it's kind of the same thing. Now, my roommate's sister is kind of a very controlling, yeah, kind of a controlling person. And so she wanted to have everything planned, kind of like you were saying. Like, when you plan stuff, it's really not a whole lot of fun. So, like, we're going to do this, then we're going to do this, then we're going to do this, then we're going to do this. So, like, there wasn't really ever that chance, like, you know, like, to Let like, have a minute to be like, oh, hey, look, the M&M store. I want to go buy some M&Ms. You know, like we didn't <laughs> get that opportunity a lot because, you know, that's kind of fun when you see some stupid shit. And you're like, well, I, I could go for a two yeah. pound bag of peanut M&Ms in blue and, and green. Uh, 100%. But, uh, you know, so there was a lot of that. And, and the people we went and this is the only time I've been. So, you know, the people we went with, nobody was really interested in gambling. Uh, nobody was really interested in getting all drunk. Uh, nobody was really interested in doing anything. Like one of Kat's sisters and her husband, I think he's a fiance at the time. Like they just like wanted to sit around and do nothing. And like, that's boring. Yeah, it was miserable. We went to David Copperfield at MGM and it was, it was not great. Like you could tell the dude just doesn't care that much anymore. Like he'd do a magic trick and he'd just kind of be like, Kind of stick his hands out like, uh, <laughs> for my next trick, I will drink this bottle of wine. <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't, I don't even really remember it. I just remember being like, well, this isn't a whole lot of fun. Yeah. And it was like a hundred bucks. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was fine. I, I would want a different group of people to go back to Vegas with. I think I could have a pretty good time, but 
again, I, yeah. I, I didn't like the planning thing. I didn't like having like, okay, we got dinner at six. Then we got to be over here to watch the fountains by seven. Then we got to be back to the MGM by eight for the show. Then we're going to go across the street to the, you know, New York, New York, whatever that looked like at the time. Yeah. I don't even remember really. But yeah, that was just a total bummer. So, and that's where, man, it was just like, yeah, the, the, every single time that I've gone, it's literally been, what's the plan? Well, there is no fucking plan. Let's just start walking and see what happens. And 10 times out of 10, dude, every time that I've done that, I've always ended up running into tons of shit to do. And one of my favorite things out of all of it, man, is coming across just the hot as shit fucking gambling table, whether it's craps or roulette or fucking poker or or blackjack or whatever dude you find this incredibly hot table you go and you and you try and squeeze in somewhere you always end up squeezing in somewhere dude and then you end up like gambling for like three hours straight and win a shitload right. of money and then you lose some money and the next thing you know tons of time has passed you well, drink every, your fucking everybody's life into it is what's the best part too yeah yeah, yeah, exactly. Everyone's into it. And then all of a sudden you're just like, fuck, I'm hungry. Then you keep walking. You go find like a buffet or a pizza place or you go to like New York, New York, sit at a pizza parlor underneath the roller coaster. And, right. You know, and then you just have like a good time, man. But like, yeah, trying to be like, OK, well, we got to be, uh, you know, eating breakfast at nine o'clock <laughs> at Ameristar and then at exactly 110, the limo's going to pick us up from Excalibur and drive it. And it's like, dude relax bro just chill all right vegas is gonna grab you by the nutsack and just fucking drag you around and just literally take you everywhere that you want to go it's just it's gonna create it's gonna write its own stories you know right and that's more fun that way 100 percent. so and i get i do get the whole you know going to at least one show i mean that's part of it but i don't know yep just so yeah so, are you big into gambling? I love gambling. So, <laughs> I'm actually going to Blackhawk tomorrow. Which oh, what? For people who don't know uh, what Blackhawk is, Blackhawk is like uh, mini Vegas of Colorado. So, yeah. it's cool. I mean, you know, there's big buildings up there now. And, like, you come around the corner up there and it's just like, oh, Jesus, I didn't know this was up here. And uh, there's a new... That new have you seen the new monarch up there? The I casino? I have not been up there in probably like three or four years. Like since your before like have you been up after your bachelor party up there? No, that was the last time I've been up. Seriously? Yeah. I think yeah. I've only been once or twice after that. But, yeah, that, um, they that was did, the last time. They dild they dildo. They dildoed. They, did, <laughs> <laughs> they dild I can't say that. <laughs> they dilled. <laughs> they, they built a new Monarch uh, casino <laughs> resort, and I think it's pretty big. I think it's pretty close. You know, the the um, um, the Maristar is yeah. like 30 stories, which you would never expect up there. It's a no. big building. Um, I think the um, the new Monarch is like, 500 more rooms now and it's big oh no shit so okay yeah i'm excited to see it i haven't seen it in person so um, do you, are you one of those people man where you kind of get like itchy palms almost to you know you just get the urge where you desperately just feel like you got to go gamble just to try your luck or whatever and oh yeah you know yeah i'm not gonna not gamble <laughs> hmm. so 
how <laughs> what's kind of your limit man on when it comes to gambling games like where do you draw the line how do you know when to pull out when do you know when to you know what you know because well, i'm not very good at pulling out gauge so when when do you pull I out i can tell i've uh, yeah <laughs> i've I've seen your mistakes. Um, <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> uh, Shots um, fired. No, I mean, I've always been more cautious, I guess. I, I And it depends how it's going, too. Like, if, if it's been going really good for a while on a table, whatever you're doing, craps, or even roulette, if you've got a hot table, um, you need to ride it for at least a little while. You know, it, in, like, you know, you lose one bad roll or one, you know, whatever. I don't yeah. bounce out that quick, but like you can kind of a lot of it. You feel it like in the mood of the table and stuff, yeah. you know, like when people aren't having so much fun anymore and like you kind of see people leaving. That's when it's time to go. Um, yeah. In terms of like money wise, I try not to get too far behind. It's like one of those things like roulette's one of those things where it's like, you know, if you just keep betting black. Eventually, it's going to hit black, and you're, you can win your money back. You know, you bet 10 bucks. Okay, next time you're going to bet 20, 40, whatever. But, you know, if you're up in Blackhawk and they only have $100 limits, yeah. all of a sudden you're betting 100 bucks and you're losing that. Well, I can't double up on that. And that's when you get right. yourself into trouble. Um, yeah. So for me, man, like, I, I'm not a big fan of roulette. I like blackjack. I, I like three card poker quite a bit. Okay. Um, and then out of all of it, though, my favorite is craps, man. I love craps. I could I could get down on craps for literally like hours as long yeah. as I can like play strategically and kind of, you know, figure out who's lucky, who's not lucky, kind of go from there. Right? right. And have a good table and have a good people table. are into it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where, man, I am like. I'm trying to figure out a way that I can get because I think you're I think an average craps table can have like 12 people. I think it is on it and something like that. Yeah, it's something like that, man. I I think so. And I'm trying to get maybe it's more, but depending on the size, but I want to get and I was trying to tell like Tyler this and the other guys. I was like, dude, I want to get all of the guys, all the girls, and we all just are gambling at one craps table. We're all in it to win it we're all in right. it together and we all bet heavy on the bachelor and bachelorette we find out who's lucky who's not and right like how sick would it be if we all fucking won like thousands of dollars on each other like that'd be fucking right. sick dude we would all be so ecstatic right but are you you know then the big question then goes back into it like is that the right group for that because you do have to have that mentality of i am going to win money or you know you can't <laughs> You know, we all have those friends as people in our lives that, like, they get down 20 bucks, whatever, and they're like, I don't want to play anymore. This is stupid. This is dumb. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, see, like, and, that, and, you know, like, I don't know. It, it's not fun like that, you know? You want to have people that, like, and I guess that is a dangerous thing, because then that's how you do get down, where you're like, oh, it's only 200 bucks. I can win that back. And then next thing you know, you're down $2,000. And, uh, yeah. you know, and then, you know, next thing you know, I'm selling my computer and we don't have this podcast no more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's, let's not get crazy about it. No, let's no, not get crazy no. about it. But no, and that's where I don't really know, right? Because I, I know... Out of this entire group that's going, I know that me, Margaret, Tyler, and Rihanna, and Albert would at the very least play craps and be pretty excited about it, 
right? Five people. Right. The other guys, I don't know. Patrick, I've tried playing craps with before, and he he's not one to get like super stoked over craps by any means. Right. Um, he doesn't get excited about anything really. I don't, I don't no. know if. Nope. <laughs> yeah, he's just not that guy. So, but then all the other girls, like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm assuming Amanda and Brianna would get pretty excited. I think they will be more, like, nervous to get in. Or even if I'm, like, suggesting, like, okay, just follow my lead. Put, like, this chip down here. Okay. Right. Now play your odds. Okay. Now put, you know, $12 down on fucking six and eight. All right. Now throw, like, $1 down on, um, you know, six spread in the center, basically. Snake eyes, all that kind of shit. Um. I think they would kind of follow me into it, but they would be watching the game. And I don't, I don't, maybe it sounds mean. I don't know if they're like going to be able to like really comprehend the game, to be honest with you. Yeah. I think that's more so like, it's not that extensive of a game, but I literally just kind of think that it's going to take like a lot of explaining to get them to try and understand even a little bit of like what I'm doing, how I'm playing it and why I'm playing specific numbers and odds and all this other shit, you know? Well, and if you're trying to jump into a table with people who are already playing and stuff like craps can be pretty intimidating. Yeah. You know, and and I get that. Like you look at that table and, you know, there's so much stuff you can bet, you know, uh, if you're on the pass line and I could see how that would be intimidating. People are yelling, having a good time. Like, I wouldn't want to just jump in on a table with people I don't know. And But, you know, a lot of times with that kind of stuff, people want you to because they want that new person because people always think they're good luck, right? Yeah, so 100%. There's also that side of it, too. Well, and that's where, man, like, I, for instance, when me and my older brother took my little brother on his 21st birthday to Vegas... Mm-hmm. We made sure that because me and my older brother love craps so much, we made sure that we at at one point in time at least got in on a craps table, just the three of us, to see how we played and that we were going to bet big on Mitchell, bet low on Dan, who's my older brother, right? Mitchell obviously been on the podcast before. And then we would see how I played. And it ended up being, man, that me and Mitch were rolling so well and Dan was like shitting the bed and we just kind of knew like where to place our bets. <laughs> and like, no shit. We played for probably like an hour and a half. I think we were up like 400, 500 bucks, which is right. pretty good at uh, craps when you're only at like a $10 table, you know? Right. It's actually quite a bit of money to win that much, you know? Um, and so that's where it's like with all these new people going that have never been to Vegas and a lot of them don't know how to play craps or anything like that, dude. Like, I want this table to just be this fucking insane money making table of just like (laughs) tons of luck coming together to just like fucking crush this game and just hopefully win a shitload of money. And maybe by tomorrow, like call it one o'clock maybe i'll just be like fucking filthy rich and i can just you know (laughs) i'll pull out and then i just won't gamble the rest of the time well that probably won't happen but you know no but see then what happens is is like when you win early then you're not like you you just at least for me like in a situation like that the rest of the trip i would just be like yeah yeah i can buy 10 rounds of drinks for everybody (laughs) (laughs) you know what i'm saying like (laughs) oh yeah and it it's funny you say that because me and Margaret had a very serious talk yesterday <laughs> that we cannot fucking do that because we always do that, man. We always get drunk and then we're always like, yeah, round shots for everyone. Boys, right. it's on me. I'll cover the whole thing. And it's like $100, $100, $100. <laughs> and next thing you know, you're just like, 
Oh God, what did I do? Shit. That was such all right, a... girls. For Christmas, we're getting <laughs> we're going to the dollar store. Top ramen, yay! <laughs> we each get five dollars. No, five dollars. I got you a dollar. Got you a dollar. So, going back to craps. Now you got new people going who haven't played, haven't gambled before. Yep. Would you recommend, or are you going to tell those people to? Like, try and read the rules before they go? Try and play on their phone or something like that to get a feel for it? No. So, my plan was, because especially, man, in the early mornings, usually you can find some pretty dead tables, right? There's only maybe, like, one or two people playing, and it's, like, hard to find an active table, and... It's early morning is just not a good time for like super active tables. If you want to be able to like just jump into a hot active table with random people, you got to play in the afternoons, right? Right. So since we're landing in Vegas at fucking 7 a.m., because some genius fucking decided that it'd be smart to fucking leave at 7 a.m., land at 7.30, and be at our hotel by 8 when we can't even check in until fucking 2 o'clock or whatever it is. Seriously? Yes. I, I didn't know you do. guys were leaving that early tomorrow. It's fucking dumb, dude. <laughs> Margaret is waking up at Yeah, Margaret's waking up at three AM to do her hair and makeup, oh, get dressed. My God. We have to leave our house by four o'clock to be at Ty and Rihanna's by four thirty, so we can try to be at DIA by five to get on the plane at six thirty to take off at seven to then land because it's an hour difference, land at seven thirty right. and then you know, we'll grab our crap, probably be literally at our hotels by like, call it 830 tomorrow morning. And then I'm just like, you guys, what what the fuck do we what do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? They, what do you do with your bags? Do they will they hold them for you at the hotel? Yeah. So the concierge will okay. take them and hold them for you. Okay. But it's still just weird. And that it's like that early. And plus, man, I'm I'm a morning person, but I'm not a breakfast person. Okay. So they immediately and I think I'm literally one of the only people that's actually a morning person, like no joke. Right. And they're just like, oh, yeah, 830 in Vegas is going to be sick, dude. We're going to go to an all you can eat buffet. And everyone's like, yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's like, all you can eat breakfast. Yeah, I don't know about that, dude. Like nobody sounds interested in an all you can eat, bre- you know, breakfast. Uh, all you can eat dinner. Hell yeah. All you sure. can eat breakfast. Fuck no. Yeah, so. yeah. Sometimes when you eat that big breakfast, it kind of ruins your whole day. You know, you just feel like shit the whole day. Like you're, you know, yeah, walking around with four Belgian waffles in your stomach. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You feel like a fat, slow fucking Belgian. Right. You know, where it's like at night, then it's like, oh, I just go sit at the table for a while, and then you just go yeah. to bed. <laughs> yeah. And I, half the reason why they want to do this is because of the unlimited mimosas, in which, oh, okay. Even with that, I on top of that, though, I'm like, yo, dude, I can do like a few mimosas, not unlimited mimosas. Too much OJ. I'm I'm old, dude. I'm 32. Too much OJ, too acidic, ruins my whole day, bro. Severe fucking heartburn. <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> you, gotta take you, some, you gotta start taking Nexium or something, dude. Uh, I'm gonna take some Pepsid when we land. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Omeprazole. That's the um, yeah, name which, of it, yep. Yep, I've got some omeprazole, but that that stuff it takes like several doses. Oh, that's Prilosec. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pepsid's quick. Pepsid's yeah. a quick twenty four hour fix, basically. I'm gonna take that basically all weekend, and then you know we got. Uh, it was funny too. This was another thing. Um, little Vegas tip. 
or I guess hangover tip that some people don't realize, but me and Tyler were, were trying to explain to these people um, that have never been, we were like, you guys, listen, you all need to figure out what's your hangover fix right now, because whatever it is, you need to be pre-planned to bring that because there's right. a very, very solid chance that you will be very, very hungover Saturday morning and have it on the night table next to the bed. <laughs> yes. Like <laughs> so you wake up, you don't even have to get out of bed. Yep. Whatever your nightly ritual is, figure out that, figure out what your date, your morning ritual is to cure the hangover and just go from there. Um, and so me and Tyler immediately were like, well, we both get super nauseous and we were telling the guys this. We were like, we usually take Zofran. Zofran yep. is anti-nausea. We pop a bunch of Zofran, take some fucking ibuprofen, a vitamin, maybe some like whatever, you know, water, fish oil, something along those lines. One dude was like, yeah, I fucking pop a bunch of Adderall. I'm like, what? That's weird. What? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that's a weird thing to get rid of the hangover. Like, okay. I feel like that'd make it worse. Yeah, whatever floats your boat, you know, I don't give hey. a shit. Yeah, Zofran's um, nice, though. And, yeah, and all of these guys were like, oh, dude, Zofran, I never thought about that. You t- you can you can take Zofran to, like, cure the hangover? I was like, yeah, dude, if you're nauseous. It definitely helps the nausea, yeah. Take a Zofran. You're still going to feel, like, kind of shitty and exhausted, but at least get it's... rid of the nausea. Right. That's the hardest fight of it all, you know? Just might make you constipated afterwards a little bit. Whatever. You can deal with the side it's effects, you know? Yeah, right. well worth it. So Tyler, in in his geniusness, oh, he boy. goes in. No, but really, like truly smart idea here. He calls his telemedicine doctor and literally <laughs> okay. just says, hey, I had fondue last night. I think I ate raw chicken. I've been super nauseous. Can't hold down water. My hands are feeling crampy. Can I get some anti-nausea medicine? I right. was thinking maybe Zofran and the doctor over the the telephone or even just over the Zoom call, boom, immediately prescribed it to him. He had like 12 pills of Zofran in his hands. This was just earlier Sweet. today in like five minutes, you know, <laughs> it was like, boom, done. <laughs> That's I was, funny. Yeah. And I was like, yo, dude, I, I will I will pay you for half of those pills, please, for the love of God. <laughs> That's what happens when you get older. You're not, you know, you're not buying exciting pills. You're buying anti-nausea for people. (laughs) How much, man? (laughs) How much, bro? Which luckily he got it for like four bucks. So I don't, he was like, yeah, you're not going to pay me $2, man, for six fucking Zofran. That doesn't even make sense. I was like, yeah, okay, (laughs) whatever. Um, That's funny. And so anyways, we're like, me and Tyler are going back and forth and talking about this. And then this other guy chimes in and he's just like, yeah. And he goes back to this whole planning thing. And I'm just like, oh, God, here we go again. And he's like, yeah, well, we could go hit this axe throwing thing downtown off of the strip at like midnight. And then as long as we call the strip club by like two, which they close at three, they do free limo rides. So they'll come pick us up in a free limo so we don't have to Uber home. And then they'll drop us off. We'll go inside, get a couple of lap dances, and then we'll be uh, back at the hotel by like 3.30 a.m. Okay. I text Tyler on the side. I'm like, dude, I will not make it till fucking 3 a.m. I hope no. this bro is kidding because there's no way I will survive that. It's like 11 o'clock and you're fucking done. <laughs> you know, when you've been drinking all day, like if you show up at, you know, like tomorrow, if you're there at 8 a.m. and you start drinking, let's say you're drinking by 9, 10 a.m. You're basically drinking all day, like 12 hours or whatever. You think you're going to make it 16 hours? Yeah. No. Maybe if you were 21. Yeah, so. But like I think about that, and I'm like, 
Now, now that sounds miserable. <laughs> you know, it makes me feel old, yeah. but like it sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah, it sounds absolutely miserable, dude. So the last time that me and Tyler went, it was me, Margaret, Tyrana, and then it was Adrian Skyler. Okay. And this was before we had kids. So I think it was five or six years ago. And when we went, we kind of did a similar thing. And this is where I really learned it's a terrible, stupid idea to go to Vegas like super early in the morning. Because we did the same thing, almost same flight. We were at Tyler's at like 4.30 a.m., 5 a.m., taking shots, taking Jaeger bombs, getting in the car, driving to the airport, no idea why we were doing it. Like went to a restaurant in DIA, had a beer, got on the plane, took another shooter, landed, dropped our bags off, went and found more drinks. And then, no shit, dude, me and Tyler drank for 24 hours straight. Me and him literally drank until 4 a.m. the next fucking day. <laughs> no joke. Not one uh. sip of water. And then I went to bed for, I think it was only four hours or five hours. Right. I have never been so hungover in my entire life, dude. I thought I was literally going to fucking die. You know? <laughs> Like, right. so hungover, like, you're like, your chest hurts, you feel like you can't breathe, you're just wondering what's going on, you're nauseous, you can barely move, your whole body's sore, any small movement, you know, you feel a fucking slight breeze of AC hit your face and you just want to vomit all of a sudden because you're just like so tired and hungover, you know, you're just like, I don't know what's going on right now. I just want to die. Yeah. And... Yeah. On that trip, man, I did not have any Zofran. I didn't have anything to save me. So I tried to drink it away in all my, you know. Infinite wisdom. Yeah. Tried to drink it away, <laughs> which usually that can work sometimes if you're actually well rested and you're not like super hungover. Sometimes you can drink the hangover away. Right. This was not one of those times. <laughs> it got sev severely worse. I spent literally dude probably like an entire day almost an entire day laying in the hotel room like dying like could not oh. move could not function right and then the next day i was like still so hungover man that i could like barely drink just enough that i was able to like get up and walk around and function but like yeah i was dead i was just dead to the world so plan is this time yeah i'm bringing a camel back full of water nice so i can drink water the entire time and uh make sure that it's going to kind of slow me down in my drinking you know okay and then it's i think shots will be inevitable being with uh you know who i'm the going with. with right so the plan is to stick to light beers the entire time okay you know I'm just going to stick with, I'm not, not like super, super light beers. We're not talking like Bud Light, Coors Light or anything like that. Probably just like, I don't know, right? Blue Moons or something like that. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. And then that way, the mixture of the water and the beer. And then if I'm taking occasional shots, man, I'm hoping that the water will slow me down enough to the point where then, and hydrate me enough to the point where it'll like sober me up through the entire day. So then that way, Saturday, I will not be like absolutely dying and then try to make it all the way to Sunday. And then I'm I'm hoping that in the two rooms that we have amongst the eight guys, I'm hoping or guessing that's probably going to be like so me. Are, 
I don't mean to interrupt. All the guys are in rooms, and all, you're not staying with your wife. No, no. Okay, no. We're uh, we're in completely separate hotels. Oh, geez, nice. Yeah, so I'm I'm guessing that it'll be like me, Tyler, Patrick, and maybe like Jeff or Albert in a room, okay. and then Albert's three friends and probably him in one room. I'm guessing probably yeah, me, Tyler, Patrick, and Jeff in one room, Albert and his friends in the other room, and. uh I'm just going to guess that Patrick is going to be kind of on the same boat as me and not really wanting to stay out past like 11, you know, where then me and him can kind of tag it together and I'll just give him a look and be like, yo, dude, like, let's grab this fucking card and go back. And we'll just if both of us kind of complain together, we'll just, you know, we can sneak away. No one will really say anything if there's two of us and we'll just fucking peel out. Right. And then you feel good in the morning. Everybody's upstairs moaning and groaning. You're downstairs playing craps at 8 a.m. Playing fucking crafts, yeah, with just me and him, or walking to the casino, like grabbing drinks, eating, drinking right. some coffee, eating some like you know little breakfast meal, getting ready for the day, you know, and then we'll go back into the hotel room, blast some fucking music, wake everyone up, be obnoxious. It's gonna be great. Right, you're in a good mood. They're not. Bing bang boom. It's the best. I love it. <laughs> I love being up in the morning and being awake and chipper, and everybody else is like. Shut the fuck up. You're like, oh, fuck you. This is my time of the day. <laughs> yeah. I'm all about the mornings, man. Yeah. I'm. Yeah, we've talked about that. I'm right there with you. I love the mornings. Less people. Yeah. So it'll be new to me, though, being a morning person in Vegas. I've never been a morning person in Vegas. It's always no? been late nights in Vegas for me. Okay. Yeah. Always. Because the, the one time I was there, I was always up hours before everybody else in our group. So... I'd be down there gambling at, you know, 7 a.m. The same thing on the cruise ship when we went on the cruise ship. I would wake up at like 5 and I'd just be like, well, I guess I'm going to the casino. And I'd just sit at a, you know, a slot machine or something and just, you know, piss money away. And I had a great time. And like in Vegas, I'd go down to the MGM or whatever because that's where we were staying. And they had like um, War, you know, the game War. Yeah. So I'd play that because they'd always have a table open with that. So I'd be down there and it was they'd always would be like a ten dollar table, and I could do it, you know, because it's pretty much fifty fifty. Right. And then you know, obviously, if you have a war, you got to double up. But like you could play that for pretty much hours and basically just break even, you know. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah, it's fun in the morning, man. There's nobody yeah. around. And that's that's what I want to kind of experience, man. And it's like. And on top of that, with this being the very first trip I've ever had away from, like, the kids, the wife, all that kind of shit. Well, maybe I guess it's actually, like, my second. But, you know, I don't want to just feel like death and be tired and get no sleep and all that kind of shit. If I go to bed at 11, I know that, you know, I can kind of stay up late with the guys for the most part, get a decent amount of sleep. I know that my body is going to, no matter what, wake up at like fucking six or whatever, five. Well, and you're probably going to be on. Yeah, you're going to be on Denver time still. So you're going to be up an hour earlier there, which means I usually get up at 545, which means I will get up at like 445 there. Yeah. See, but that at that point, you still have the people like lingering from the night crowd. <laughs> it's like that 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. where it's just like a ghost town, you yep. know? And then even still, like the casino floor is pretty empty because there's still everybody's out getting breakfast and doing the whole 
oh, bottomless mimosas, hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just that, you and the other gambling degenerates. <laughs> and that's where I figured, man, I'm just, I'm going to get up. I'll probably, like, enjoy my morning by myself, kind of some peace and quiet. The, the you know, the gambling floor is usually pretty quiet. Go find me some some coffee and a and a fucking muffin. Walk around, eat that shit, drink some coffee, wake up, play some craps by myself or blackjack with just the dealer or whatever it is. Go roam the streets, and then I'll just like head back to the hotel room around like I don't know, fucking nine o'clock or something like that. See if anyone's yeah. awake. If not, head back out. Go make another lap. Make make my rounds. Enjoy so, myself. Okay, so you guys are staying at two hotels. The guys yep. are staying at what hotel? Um, I forget. I want to say, let's see. It's pretty much like in the middle of the strip. I want to say that the girls, I'm pretty sure, are staying at the Pink Flamingo. Okay. And I want to say that we are at... Uh, I want to say it's right by like Planet Hollywood, but I'm not positive. I almost thought it was like some cheap, weird hotel that I was like, <laughs> you know, it wasn't an actual like. It wasn't like a. It's not like you're staying at yeah. It, like we were staying at like the Hilton or something fucking weird, right? Like just <laughs> you know, like some the- great. The like Marriott, um, the, what like you know like whatever the like lower level Marriotts are, the Residence Inn by Marriott. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not staying at the Wynn or the Palazzo or the Venetian or something cool like that. You're over at the uh, the Silver Sevens Hotel and Casino over there on one block over. <laughs> um, actually, looks pretty nice. No, 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 no. It's the is it the Lynx? Maybe it's the Lynx. The Lynx. Yeah. Where's that? The Link, Link, Link. I thought, Link? isn't there the Link? Isn't that like the... Yeah, no, no, no. It's the Link Hotel. So L-I-N-Q. Ooh. Which is right by the High Roller. Oh, okay. That's not bad. No, 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 not at all. I thought for some odd reason I was thinking, I think he was talking about some shitty hotel at first to save some money. And I was like, dude, gotcha. let's not. And then I'm pretty sure the girls are in the pink flamingo, which is like right next to us. Um, And, you know, whatever. It's a cool place nonetheless. So it's both for the most part kind of relatively in the middle of the strip. I just figured, you know, we would just very first day just fucking head south. Just start walking south, dude. You run into tons of shit. Have a great time. Right. Call it a day. So. Nice. Yeah, dude. Good trip. So let's, uh, how about me and you? Let's play some bets on my betting. Oh, okay. And then we'll figure out, you you get to hear how I do uh, on next week's episode here. So. (laughs) Okay. If I Venmo you... Wait, hold on. If I Venmo you $20, (laughs) will you put $20 on black for me? Fuck yeah, I will. Okay, I'll Venmo you $20 right when we're done doing this. (laughs) I will 100% put $20 on black for you. And uh, it's funny, man, that you say this because my my 
vice president. I told him we were at a event literally this afternoon right after work for a little bit. Right. I told him I was going. He literally tried to do the same thing, but he didn't have any cash on him, and he doesn't know Venmo because he's old enough. So he's just like, oh, damn. Could I write you a check? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, for the most part, my experience now. You know that I know how to gamble. You know kind of like I know, for the most part, kind of the odds, how to play blackjack, all this kind of shit. A little bit of card counting. I kind of understand it. And obviously, I play craps mainly because I love the odds. I know that craps easily has the best odds out of any table. Now, to tell you my gambling experience, this could really go either way, man. In the first, uh, like, basically ever since I really could start gambling or understood gambling, the first few years of my life, I was down, and I like to always keep track, like, a grand, grand total of it all, man. Okay. I was down about like $350, then I went to Vegas, and I was back up where I was only down like $100, then I went back to Vegas, and I was down about $500, then I went to uh, my bachelor party, and I won $600, and then I was up $150. Currently in my life, I am up $150 on gambling, just in general. Okay, so good. So, I'm going to bring... four hundred dollars with me to go gamble okay. and you're willing to lose that four hundred dollars i'm willing to lose four hundred dollars okay so i can't lose anything more than four hundred dollars because i refuse to pull out anything more than that okay but you can win unlimited money with unlimited $400. money okay. yep I mean, there's a very good chance that I think once I hit like a thousand, I would probably just back away and call it right. a Right. And then you're just doing penny, penny slots the rest of the time just for fun. Yeah. Yeah. I would just call it a weekend once I hit a thousand. So I could lose, or sorry, not 400, 300. So I could okay. lose as much lose as 300. 300 bucks. Yeah. And I could win pretty much, we'll just call it win as much as a thousand dollars unless I hit some crazy like million dollar slot machine or something. How much? <laughs> right. <laughs> Okay. How much do you think I am either going to uh, come home with or without? Well, I'm going to base it less on your abilities and skills and more on the people you're going with. Um, because I know, I don't know most of them very well. I know them, but I know at least one of them's not a big gambler and not really into it. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and say you're not going to do good. <laughs> Sorry. I know you're going to win 40 bucks for He's me. He's out of a bitch. <laughs> uh, because I'm going to bless that Venmo money going to you. But uh, I hate to break it go. to you, Robert. You're going to lose like 180 bucks. And okay. At the end of it, you're going to try and win it back. And you're going to put $100 on red. And you're going to lose that too. No, I'm just kidding. I'm saying okay. minus 180. <laughs> you're going to lose 180 bucks. Minus 180. All right. I think Do you I'm going to. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I think that I will come home uh, break even. Okay. I think I'm going to come you home have to, literally you break have even. To, you have to put at least $1 one way or the other. There's no such thing as breaking even. If you leave with $300, <laughs> what are the odds you come back with exactly $300? Well, so I, need see, a, because... I need an actual number. What would happen just so I win this bet? I'm going to take whatever I want. I'm going to just throw it all in black right as I'm leaving. So then that way, if uh, <laughs> if I fucking lose, you know, I, I broke even. And if I win, I win back, uh, you know? Okay. All right. That makes sense. 
No, um, which actually I have done that before, and I did end up winning a shitload of money doing that. But nice. um, now I'm gonna say that uh, I'm gonna say that I'm gonna come home up a uh, a mm, hundred dollars. Okay, just a nice. hundred. I like it. And I think I'm gonna make a nice here. a nice small increase of a hundred bucks. Okay. All right. Then we'll do this this way too. I'm going to Blackhawk tomorrow. Yes. Just one night. I'm not spending the night up there, so I mean we'll just be up there for a few hours. I don't I don't know what I'm going to bring. I'll probably bring a hundred bucks to be okay. honest with you. Um, that's a good amount. Yeah, for one day, that's probably enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll be bummed a little bit if I lose that in one night, but uh, it could easily happen. Um, I think you're going to lose a hundred dollars. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm writing it down. <laughs> uh, I think I will lose a hundred dollars. I'll probably lose a hundred dollars. <laughs> All right, I'll do something different. I'm gonna hit a mini jackpot on a slot machine, and I'm gonna win Ooh. like nine nine hundred dollars. Oh, that's right. Wow. Okay. Yeah, uh, see, I, I plan on sticking with the craps, hopefully. It'll be nice incremental wins, you know? I, I, I usually do stick with table games, but there is this one slot machine that, like, I've I've won on it in Vegas. I've won on it in Blackhawk multiple times. Like, it's the same, not obviously the same yeah. machine, but it's the same game. I yeah. won on it in Turks and Caicos. I won on it on the cruise ship. And, like, I win on it every time, and I'm just, like, drawn to it. So, okay, so what what game is it, though? What slot machine? I don't know. I don't remember what it's called, but it's, like, a Chinese-themed one. Okay. And it's, like, you know, there's, like, a mini game where once the pot fills up and closes, you get, like, you pick cards, and if you get three matching cards, like, no matter what, you're going to win, but there's, like, different ones. And one time I did win, I got the, like, mini jackpot, and I won, like, $1,100. Oh, no up shit. Up Blackhawk, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, when we were in when we were in Turks one time, Cat and I we were down there and we walked in and within five minutes I won like two hundred bucks. I'm like, all right, let's go to dinner and we left. <laughs> Dude, so, okay, so tomorrow night then you need to take a picture of this slot machine and send it to me. So then that way, you need to I, find one too. I will go find one and play it to see if I have the same luck. Right, definitely. Now, just a, another really quick small bet, and it doesn't need to be a dollar amount. Bachelor and Bachelorette, do you think that they are going to come home with money or without money? Up or down? Who? The, the girls? No, Bachelor and Bachelorette. Albert and Brianna. Oh, 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 oh. Do you think nah, they're... They're both going to lose. You think their gambling luck is going to pay off this weekend, and they're going to come home with a boatload of money or no money at all? Uh, yeah, they're coming home with no money. I don't know. It'll be one of those things. I think maybe the groups will be giving them more money. Like you might be giving them some more money or like toss them an extra 20 bucks or, yeah, I'll get that, you know, whatever that 20 bucks on red for you there, Albert, whatever. But they're not going (laughs) to, they're not going to do good. Okay. I would agree. I think they'll come, I think they'll come home down because, more so, and I'm going to think of this uh, not just from a luck perspective or just kind of guessing. I'm going to think of this from an analytical standpoint where them never gambling and having zero experience of like when to pull out, when, what, 
are the best bets to bet on. I think they're both going to go in, just throw a bunch of money across the table, uh, hope for the fucking best, not really knowing what are the best odds, and they're just they're going to lose everything. That's it. Yeah, I can see that. Yep. Nice. Okay. Cool. So you have all that written down? I do have, well, I don't have that one written down, but we both well, that's fine. lose. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll I'm just sure have to see. I'm sure we'll remember it by next week. <laughs> <laughs> like all those other sticky notes that we've written right, down. Right. Yeah. So I got it right here. There we go. Oh. Boom. There it is. I see it. So. All right. You got anything else? That's it. Thanks for joining us, Bailey. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to Blackhawk with me tomorrow. She's here, so. Enjoy Blackhawk, Bailey, and uh, <laughs> you can listen in on how I did in Vegas in the next episode. Peace. Later. <laughs>